Welcome to another gathering of the Gold Key Adventurers Society. Have a seat by the fire as we prepare to help you unlock the secrets of the travel life. From theme park thrills to Purple Mountain's majesty, we want to see it all and do it all, and we want to help you do the same. We all have those bucket list trips, once in a lifetime destinations that we'll get to someday. We're here to help you make your travel dreams a reality. Buy the ticket, take the trip. Where do you want to go? Come on, come on, come on, now tell me what's on your bucket list. Okay, hey, okay, hey. It's a beautiful day. Okay, hey, okay, hey. It's a beautiful day. Welcome back to another meeting of the Gold Key Adventurers Society. My name is Dan Leonard. Hi, Dan. Hi, Dan. And joining me this week in the studio is Heather Strait. Hello. And Mr. Jeff Williams. Hey, that's me. Sure is. Our show, as always, is brought to you by Key to the World Travel. Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency specializing in theme parks, cruising, and destinations around the world. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com for more details and a no-obligation quote on the vacation of a lifetime. Uh, recently, Universal Orlando made the biggest theme park announcement of the year. Was it epic? Wait, is it the it Kitty was... Park in Texas? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, all the details on that exciting construction project. Uh, yeah, no, uh, they, they released the largest collection yet of information about Epic Universe, the new theme park and resort hotels that they're opening in 2025. And confirmed yeah. some things we all knew. They're filling in some blanks. They didn't have a lot of details for most of the lands, but we're going to take a look at what they've officially told us about and what we kind of know from filling in blanks. I feel like there. this is like the first official even acknowledgement of some of these lands. You know, we do about Super Nintendo World, but the rest of them were just sort of gleaning information from concept art. It's so funny yeah. to me how they do that because they just always wait till all the bloggers and the bio-reconstruct aerial footage and everything proves that it's how to train your dragon <laughs> and then like, well, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah sure. We're not going to talk about it, but, <laughs> but it's there. Yeah, they, I mean, even like in two... Well, we'll get into it. Let's get into it. Let's talk <laughs> Let's about, first this. of all, on the periphery of this site. So so where is this located? It is, uh, it's a little bit of a hike away from the rest of the theme parks, about 15 minutes away. It's kind of on the other side of the uh, Endless Summer resource. Yeah, it's not, it's not too far from Endless Summer. If you drive out towards them and keep going. Yeah, it's just past, past I drive or whatever, mm -hmm. I-4 from there. Or whatever that is, whatever that road is. Yeah, so it's it's not like you're going to be able to just hop on over like you can between the two. There's not going to be any parks. walking from between this and the other two parks. Right, right. But or they are extending their own entire road are. out there to it that previously did not connect. So that's a major, major project. 
Yeah, they've done a ton of that infrastructure stuff. And right on the periphery of the park, we've got, first let's talk about, we've got some exciting new hotels. That are really not that far off from opening and the construction progress is looking great. I just saw a video, One of them I think way yesterday. Further along. Yeah, I just saw a video yesterday of it and they are, they're really far along and they look very cool. Yeah, so they the hotels are slated to open uh, a before before epic universe the park does at least two the of them so we've two. got yeah so we've got these twin resorts stella nova and terra luna um they are opening in february of next year and these are some really cool looking hotels they're kind of they're kind of that deluxe or not deluxe i'm sorry the value plus value kind plus, of they're yeah. they're they're very modern, really, they don't feel like what I think of when I hear the word value hotel. They're they're reminiscent of kind of a mix between Endless Summer and Aventura. And that's right where they price, too. Mm-hmm. I think the single rooms are like 130 a night to start. Very, very reasonable. They look yeah. really cool, too. They're kind of that constant, like the front of the park look. They're all like retro future, kind of. Stella Nova is giving me sort of space vibes, a little bit like kind of what we all thought that hoped that the Star Cruiser might be. It's it's very cool looking. Yeah, I think they're both kind of that same. Yeah, the rooms in them, especially, they have a window that looks very much like the viewport in mm-hmm. the Star Cruiser. That's rooms. why it was giving me Star Cruiser vibes. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, you know they're they're modern. Uh, it looks very... like if Star Cruiser wasn't a prison ship. <laughs> <laughs> they're kind of like that uh, modern minimalist kind of interior that you see at Aventura. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like, but uh, a little bit more space. And these two, these space first two, Stella Nova and Terra Luna, are opening actually in February. So about a year from now, those two will be open. And they have wanted to point out that they will open before the park and they're not, they're still not revealing when the park, when in the year the park's going to open, but there will be. It's actually next Wednesday. Yeah. They did (laughs) confirm that there will be transportation from Stella Nova and Terra Luna over to studios and islands of adventure. So. Oh yeah. I mean, naturally there would have to be. Um, And these are open a little bit. Uh, earlier because they're not they're not right up on the park mm-hmm. like the other one this Universal Grand Helios Hotel I'm this sorry, one Helios is what I'm Grand. really looking forward to yeah and we don't have a firm date on this other than sometime in 2025 because it is a phenomenal Mediterranean inspired deluxe resort hotel that is uh, the first entry into the park yeah this is going to be like at disneyland paris and tokyo disneyland where they have a huge beautiful deluxe hotel that gives grand california grand californian yeah that gives you direct access into this park which is uh, amazing i'm so excited for that and one of the other things they confirmed with the all this these recent announcements is there's is not going to be a city walk style place where you have to park and and enter these you, you you're not going to have to go park over at city walk and take transportation there will be parking specifically for epic universe which is cool yeah that's nice um and makes but, a lot of sense because it's a, a bit of a drive from city walk right 
Yeah, we don't have a ton of details on what the interior of the Helios Grand looks like or, you know, restaurants, anything like that. They they don't have it. The website just said details coming soon. But uh, this is from, another one that was artwork. rumored. We all had heard the rumors this was going to happen. And they kind of slid it into this announcement that, yes, this is happening. Yeah. What? Right. Helios uh, Grand. Oh, being yeah. previously they hadn't so. announced uh officially announced the name of it or anything but it was all out there in the blogosphere and we were all just assuming that people had it correct which largely they do um so moving into the park itself is it's five lands um although one is kind of a hub it's very it's very similar to how the uh disney theme parks are laid out where um it's got this central hub land, which is called Celestial Park. But there are going to be rides in the hub section, right? That sort of surprised me. Did you see the fly through that they put out, the video? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll link this. Um, they have a, a fly through video that we'll show. And it looks phenomenal. So this it's a full-blown land on its own. There's these portals that are these kind of steampunky looking portals into each of the magic lands but let's talk for a minute about celestial park because this is the only land that they've really officially released a lot of details for so not only is it going to transport you to the other lands but it's kind of built around this kind of spacey kind of feel itself we've got a race launched racing roller coaster going in there this thing looks really cool yeah starfall racers where each of the cars is a comet racing through outer space i love the the description they said about this one that it's going to be even cooler at night it's all it will all be lit up and the cars racing will look like comets at night yeah, they look like comets, and this is a big, fast roller coaster. It is a max height of 130 feet and max speed of 62 miles an hour. And I saw something saying, "There's no braking zones. You're just going balls to the wall." <laughs> what? Through the entire yeah, there's 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 no <laughs> oh, brake wow. sections. It's just it is a real race through space. They are just sending you out. Fun. The whole look of this part of the park is so cool to me. It's somewhere between like the. Jules Verne look of the Tomorrowland mm-hmm. at Disneyland Disney Paris, Paris, and then like the Renaissance looking stuff in the Star Wars prequels. It's kind of got that gilded yeah, vibe yeah, totally. with lights and gold trim everywhere and a lot of brass. It looks super, super cool. A lot of glass. Yeah. Really cool. Yeah. Steam- Steampunk isn't quite the right the right word for it. It is with the steam- stained glass and everything. Mm-hmm. It's a lot it's more. It's got a lot of glass. It's like a future. Refined future retro look that almost looks like old Grand Central yes. Station retro and, future you know, Crystal I love Palace that. and these kinds of looks. Yeah, that's, really, there's really going to cool. be a fancy restaurant in there, right? That's um, uh, Yeah, there's a pair of restaurants. There's one, it's, uh, what is it called? Atlantic, Atlantic which is yeah. super cool. Floor to ceiling glass windows. So it's, the idea is you are inside a gigantic aquarium mm-hmm. and the ceiling is a giant screen where there's going to be fish swimming over your head. So it as looks like you're sort turf. of under the sea under while the water, you're eating. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. And then the yep. Pan-Asian place looks super oh, dope and neon. Yeah. Yes. Really cool glowing Blue neon dragon dragons. Pan-Asian. Ugh, yep. yeah. killer. Yeah, and that's going to have... Uh, a variety of cuisines from across all of Asia as the name things, but it looks like it's just 
there's going to be an outdoor kind of garden area. Uh, there's a, a, a the crap. What is it? Not the crouching tiger. There's there's a something tiger bar inside. Crouching tiger, it. hidden dragon. Yeah. Yes. And a yes. beautiful uh, big carousel. I like that that idea too. So there's already we can see that they're they're going for attractions for all ages in this park. Yeah, and the carousel is gorgeous with again that stained glass. But did you catch all of the creatures on it? They're going to be inspired by various zodiacs and the constellations. Ooh. And then the cool thing about it is, is not only does it go around in circles like a carousel, but then the individual animals also spin. Oh, so it's cool. going to be like it's going to be like planets revolving through, uh, spinning as they Love that. spin. Yeah, that's really cool. They're also going to have a uh, Super Nintendo World store uh, in this area. It is weird um, that that's in the Celestial Park area rather than in the Super Nintendo World area. Well, they want you to buy your power-up bands before you go. That's what Super I was Nintendo. wondering. If that's oh, that makes sense. Get you to since, purchase your merch ahead of time. Yeah, since they don't have... Because uh, really, this area kind of takes a place of city walk there's yeah i'm sure there will be more dining and there's going to be more uh shopping in there but uh they want to give you a chance to get your power up band before you go into super nintendo and, and it also it, then doesn't take up real estate in super nintendo world i would think they can make yeah, it yeah it looks like it's got basically the same footprint as the other parks uh yeah it, actually it's a little bit bigger because uh, yeah, it will be it the is biggest one in the yeah. world. Yeah, so it's it's got everything that's at Hollywood plus the Yoshi ride that's in Japan. But then on top of that, we're getting a whole new first in the world ride. But, it's a Donkey Kong yeah. Country roller coaster, which looks amazing. It looks so so cool. The way it on that arm, it makes it look like it's jumping tracks. So there's a faux track above the real track that yeah. looks like a rickety old minecart track. We've talked yep. about this before when we've seen some some proposals come up for it, and it's exciting to see that it's actually happening. Oh, and it looks super, super cool now that you see the aerial footage of this thing. It's really, really cool. Yeah. Yeah, they do have a lot of... Um, they do have a lot of the exterior work on that building. I know I've seen pictures of done. Um, one interesting thing that I noticed. So from the Celestial Park area, like I said, there's these portals into the different land. And so they're kind of sticking with that retro future. Uh, it's almost like a Stargate kind yeah. of thing, mm -hmm. yeah. which Love which that. for Super Nintendo, it, it looks a little funny. I, I like the other parks you walk through a warp pipe. So this one is a little bit different from there. But then I also like how outside of each of these portals, there's like a, uh, there's kind of an icon attached yeah, to it to show you where you're going. Yeah, on the tower. So for example, in the Wizarding World area, there's that great big elder wand that kind of rises up. So they give you these icons to help you figure out where you're going. I like the idea of that, too. It's sort of keeping in the warp tunnel vibe where each one is a warp tunnel like it is in the other parks going into Nintendo World. But it's like a cross between that tunnel and the typical tower icon of the uh, other parks. Or well, It's really cool. And we've yeah. gotten fi confirmation finally that it's going to be Wizarding World of Harry Potter Ministry of Magic. I'm so excited. This about is this. the weirdest, dumbest thing because they were going to set <laughs> it in France 
And then that movie, those movies continued to flop. So they were like, nope, we're going to do Ministry of Magic, but it's still in France somehow. Like, Yeah. Well, see, here's the cool thing. You jump in location and time from Paris in the 20s mm-hmm. to England in the 90s for the ride. But uh, so the main <laughs> the main area of the land is like f- full size Parisian streets with uh, spaces for um for shopping and dining it sounds like there's gonna be two mm-hmm. eatery two, uh, two restaurants they're going to have uh smell it pumping in authentic bo so you really feel like you're in <laughs> oh, actual paris i hope so um and then the rumor is that the way you accomplish getting to london in the 1990s into the ride is you might be going through the flu network somehow so there's a magic transportation and that would uh, be cool if they pull that off I mean, yeah, they there's pulled already off the concept the, videos of it. Yeah. It looks dope. They really yeah. pulled off the Hogwarts Express so well. That was executed perfectly. So if they can do this, I mean, I prefer that if we actually could flush ourselves in like in the movies. <laughs> That's but what I was going to say. <laughs> maybe, maybe logistically. That's how you get out at the yeah. end. <laughs> the portals kind of look like a berm, like from Lord of the Rings in the Shire. I'm just looking yes. at this picture. It looks yeah, like they do. a hobbit house with a tower on top. Yep. And the other crazy thing about the Wizarding World, too, if you look at the concept art, the maps, they've released two different ones, and both of them, look at the size of the show building compared to the streets of Paris. Whatever Massive. this attraction is going mm. to be is gigantic. I'm excited And there's this. still an expansion pad on the other side for uh-huh. another mega ride. Mm, and there's yes. part of that space might be for one of the restaurants because obviously this is not at all confirmed, but I have seen rumors that one of the restaurants may be the great hall oh, at Hogwarts. I will die. For dining. So maybe I don't know how they pull off a second I mean, magical yeah, jump from we've Paris. We've been to, begging for that kind of thing for a long time. So I, I'm you know, shocked they didn't really do hope that they already can make it somewhere. Happen. But I guess space constraints. Yeah, yeah. And they're not. They don't have that here now. You know, biting the bullet and going down the road and buying up a big piece of land was smart. It's funny how everybody acts like this is so far away, but it's still it's closer really than the furthest to. Disney right. parks yes. are from each other. <laughs> it's what ten to fifteen mm-hmm. minutes away. Man, think about yeah, how it's long just it like takes going from, from Animal Kingdom yep. area to Magic Kingdom mm-hmm. area. Yeah, it just doesn't have all of the space in between. But right. I mean, it's it's huge, and they definitely do have a couple of big expansions. So um, that's about all we know officially for uh, the Wizarding World area. The somehow the. The attraction is supposed to be set inside the Ministry of Magic, and it might have something to do with, uh, like, the trial of Dolores Umbridge is kind of the rumors we've seen on storyline there. But uh, or we, I we don't know for from sure from the movies all that that fantastic space underneath it right. would be cool yes. too. Yeah, yeah. So there's 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 a lot of space for them to do some cool storytelling in there. So that's exciting. Um, let's see. So I guess let's let's take over. The next thing that we know a lot about is the How to Train Your Dragon 
area. Mm-hmm. And again, looking on this map, this land is gigantic. It's, yeah. it's the largest one out of all of them. And they have a ton of stuff in there. Um, I didn't know these movies that A, there were this many of these movies and yeah. B, that they were a big hit. We saw, and my son and I saw the first one and loved it, but then he outgrew all that stuff and I haven't really oh, yeah. kept up. Yeah, they're hugely popular, the movies and uh, mm-hmm. Netflix series. So yep. they're 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 great. They're a lot of fun. And these this land, there's so there's a multi-launched roller coaster that's hiccups wing gliders. Mm-hmm. And somehow you're going to fly as a dragon. Yes. There is yes, that's cool. The Dragon Racers Rally, which is kind of a spinner ride where you're on these arms and on one end, uh, opposite of you is a dragon that's on the arm and you're sitting in a seat with these wings. So it's kind of like you're racing with the other dragons going in circles. Looks I don't like know a vomit a... comet. Mm-hmm. I'm <laughs> yeah. here for it. Yeah, there's also uh, the fire drill, which is a splash battle style boat ride. Yeah, the lagoon is monstrous for this thing it has the big mm-hmm. towers rising up out of it and they've got giant full-size like viking ships that mm-hmm. are just there for decoration and then they've got a boat ride going on down below um they also have a uh live stage show going in there that uh they haven't officially confirmed again, but from the looks of it, it's going to be the How to Train Your Dragon show that is in Universal Studios Beijing right now, which I, I looked up some footage of, and it it's is amazing. It's incredible. Yeah. Huge puppets and special effects, and it's just the kind of... I'm glad to see more spectacle. show kind of stuff coming into mm-hmm. here. I always felt like they needed more of that in the Wizarding world. Yes. Yeah. Everywhere, really. To absorb crowd. Mm-hmm. Just give people, a thousand people, something to do at a time. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Keep them in and out. Or keep them in. In. So that other people can. <laughs> and out of my <laughs> line. Right. Yeah. Uh, there's also going to be a big uh, meet and greet area there. I, I, And I'm curious to see what that looks like. Are you just meeting the human actors? Are there going to be cool I'm hoping plus. they do like the like the dynast, uh, Jurassic Park yes, meet and greet. That's, with the yeah, that's what I was hoping for. If they yes. have uh, little dragons you can interact with, big mm-hmm. puppets like that would be awesome. That would be so cool. And I wouldn't be surprised because, Di- or not Disney, Disney doesn't. <laughs> Universal yes. has a bunch of those, those, you know, those big creatures. They have been capitalizing on that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Have you seen this touring room. dinosaur show that goes around to civic yeah. centers and stuff? I, I can see them doing that kind of thing very easily here with the dragons. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. And, and that's the whole thing is when we describe these things, we have to remember that their big thing for this whole park is they want to take what they did with the Wizarding World and Mm -hmm. every single land is going to be that level or better of immersive environments. So you really feel transported to these places, which is just so exciting to me. Like This is going to be like a teenager's ultimate park. There's so many like thrill rides, but Mm -hmm. then like, Heavily themed and beautiful, but still like just classic awesome coasters going in all over mm-hmm. this. Thing. Yeah, yeah. We it's have looking to me like it's the perfect park for families with kids of all ages mm-hmm. because they're putting in stuff right from the get go that's Splash good for the the, the, the smaller kids. Yep, all the way up through, and it it's really taking the the advice that it 
it becomes a a full family experience. You get a lot, we still get tend to get a lot of feedback from people that they have this idea that the current universal parks are more for older kids, even though they've put in a lot of stuff for the younger kids and are continuing to do so. I Uh, did notice that when taking my younger kid, there wasn't as much mm -hmm. that he could do. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's definitely starting to change Harry Potter and Minions Land. Um, Well, there's a lot of it that's going in for younger kids. Yes. Yeah, but I'd say, don't I mean, take even away Harry- the coasters. <laughs> right. Yeah, and and we haven't even hit. There's one more coaster still. Uh, so we've got a coaster in the hub area. Mm-hmm. We've got a coaster in How to Train Your Dragon. We've got a coaster. A coaster in uh, Nintendo World, the Donkey Kong coaster. Oh yeah, yeah, a coaster in Donkey Kong World. Yep. And now we're going to head over to the uh, to the last of announced official land that's going to be opening dark universe this is is... so exciting (laughs) we've we all have been pouring over the concept art and saying that it's going to be classic monsters and they haven't they have chosen not to confirm until now (laughs) yeah so there's so yeah so there's there's there is a where a roller coaster there the speculation is it's called curse of the werewolf or somehow werewolf themed it's a multi-launched spinning roller coaster ride with the Ooh. seats that spin somewhat like guardians guardians yeah it does say family spinning roller coaster so i am imagining it more like guardians yeah. where they spin you to look at certain show uh-huh. elements throughout the thing right it looks a like it's sh- about half inside half outside yeah. too a shadowy yeah, a giant- gothic landscape where monsters roam i'm so excited yeah for this. it's very exciting so the other attraction in there is this gigantic gigantic frankenstein manor building that you go into and it's going to be a dark ride uh that's going to be on a kooka arm so it's going to be oh, like oh uh, no it's, it's going to be like at <laughs> at hogwarts yes. but going through the monsters and it is going to probably shove you right up in the face of some of these monsters and stuff this is so killer that. to combine a thrill ride with horror i mean like the adrenaline's gonna why hasn't anyone up, done yeah. this yet I don't know, but here we go. It's going to be so great. And classic yeah. Universal Monsters growing up was my ultimate jam. My older brothers were into it. They built all the models of it. We loved it growing up. It's I'm so excited. And they've done a great job updating the monsters so that they look modern and cool, but you still they still have the classic vibe mm-hmm. to them. The new Frankenstein is mm-hmm. Frankenstein's monster, excuse me, is so killer looking. That's some of my favorite stuff at Hollywood Halloween Horror Nights that they do with mm-hmm. the classic monsters have been some of my favorite houses and most terrifying. And a meet and greet with these classic Ooh. monsters? Yeah. Oh, MG. I did see they just uh, filed a, a trademark for this area for a Gosh, bar. Damn. It's going to be the Burning Blade Tavern. So, so the windmill... That Frankenstein's monster makes his final stand in, uh, yeah, like that. But it's going to have a bar inside. It sounds what? like again, none of this is confirmed, other than we know that they filed this. Uh, this yeah, mm-hmm. yes, yeah, it's, it's a total churro stand, but it sounds like oh, cool. It's a churro stand. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like that's what the whole land. Well, they call it a tavern, so maybe it'll yeah, look like this one of those is a very kind of like the, in the Harry Potter, the tavern that's in there. So, like old school gothic rundown. Yes, 
European tavern. Like, that's going to look so cool. Yeah. I have to say that the... Go go, go ahead. The concept art for the looking at the portal into that, like everything behind it is gray clouds and like like they're going to just control the weather back there all the time. So it's dark and ominous. But if they do enough berming and stuff, they can control (laughs) it. Yeah, what did we say the other day? Put it in a lot of shadow. Universal and us is epic universe. So good at night. They have to say that our friends down the road need to be Universe and us are at their own with their video games that they're partnering on. Because. Cool. No. Well, hopefully this is going to spur them to yeah. track some <laughs> and of we're going to be on Fortnite. Like, uh, Big Thunder. Well, I mean, that will make yeah. them some money, but it won't help yeah. in the theme park war at all. No. Yeah, but within the next 10 years. For, yeah, I, I saw a little bit of a comment from Igar on that recently that uh, it's full steam ahead. It's yeah. happening. Is yeah, it happening by 2025? It should have been happening five years so. ago when they started this other thing. Yeah. Like, that's what blows my mind is their response time is just so slow. Always has been. <laughs> yeah. now, of they course, got caught this, with their pants down yeah. when Harry Potter land opened and didn't do squat about it. And then Harry Potter second land opened. They're like, well, we have new fantasy land. Yeah. Like, mm. yeah. Okay. And of course, this is going to drive some visitors to Walt Disney World as well because if families are down there to see this, of course, they're going to go visit Disney World as well. Uh, but it makes me wonder if this is really going to start tipping the the scales in terms of people staying over at Universal and day tripping to Walt Disney World, which has typically been the opposite. And with these new hotels that are incredibly three new mega hotels, but affordable, yeah, yes, yes. Not only are they beautiful new hotels, but the price mm-hmm. point, you know, it's the same thing we yeah. said about Aventura, the same thing we said about Endless Summer. Mm-hmm. You're, and you Endless can't Summer get $120 now becomes, it's, Endless Summer is closer to Epic Universe. So that, yeah, that's going to become a great, uh, a great resort. It already is. They're already beautiful and affordable. Uh, it's just a little bit, people see it as a little bit more of a trek to the parks. Then it's kind of going to be kind of situated between the two and a great, a great spot for Please. either. We've said this all along. The deluxe class, uh, the deluxe class hotels at Universal are nicer to me than the yeah. deluxe Disney hotels. You get more hotel for your buck. Mm-hmm. And if this Grand Helios looks like it's going to be even, I am more bang so excited for, the buck. for that because Portofino Bay it, it is undergoing a refurb right now, but it has lagged behind their other properties in terms of being updated. It's started to look a little. A little dated. Uh, they are. Mm. They have recently redone all of the rooms, and they're redoing the facades of the building. Right now, the rooms now. are beautiful. We just looked at them last mm-hmm. week. But yeah. Helios Grand is. I'm excited to see more of what they're going to do with that one. Yeah, and another thing I totally forgot about until just now. I saw it in this article. Uh, Brightline is going to have a station. Right outside of Epic Universe, which means yep. that you what? have that really? convenient rail connection to uh-huh. the airport, which Disney, is something Disney, Disney tries to Disney get. Disney dropping yes. the ball. They, they said, the no, we don't on want that. one at Disney Springs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Universal's like, we'll take one. We'll take yep. it. Yeah. Yeah. So and that's going right to be another. line is, uh, it's fantastic. We just experienced it. We we. Uh, rode it from Miami up to Orlando a couple of weeks Wonderful ago. Wonderful experience. Such a great experience. 
Yeah. Nice, really clean stations mm -hmm. and the trains are immaculate. The service on them is great. And the if you can comfy, arrive at, at MCO and take the train over to Universal, that's a game changer. Yeah. I, I, you've got these hotels, you've got these parks mm -hmm. that are getting new things in them. I I don't see any reason. I mean, honestly, I think you're right that you're going to see a lot of people changing the order of operations and staying at Universal. They'll go to Disney for a day for Magic Kingdom or for Epcot. But uh, I think that I think we're going to see a shift here. And I, I will be that good. person. Yeah, I mean, it's good for At a lot point, of At this point, if Disney doesn't bring back some kind of transportation option, I don't see how we we avoid that. Because with no Magical Express and no Brightline option from the airport out to, to Walt Disney World, this is going to kill them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it really is. Such short-sighted thinking. It's time to bring something back for, for bundling your transportation into your trip. And I hope that we see that sooner rather than later before any of this opens. I, I'm not optimistic about it, uh, I but I hope gonna, some of this spurs that. I wonder if they're going to have all of the concept art of this park tends to show it at night lit up mm -hmm. with fireworks above it. So I'm yeah. wondering what kind of epic nighttime spectacular or spectaculars they may have in this park. That excites me to think about. you got a brand new park yeah. with all modern technology. Yeah. They don't really do any night parade at anywhere at Universal. They have some cute yeah. daytime yeah. parades and street parties, but they could really they, do. They tend to try to drive you into here. City Walk at night at, mm -hmm. yeah. at the current parks. But and I'd but, love to see them do some great nighttime things here at Epic. Right, without without City Walk being conveniently right there, right. they're going to have to have people to. You know, a reason to keep people Night there, keep shopping, there, spending money and drinking. Um, they have confirmed that that splash pad area, which we forgot, I forgot to mention, but in Celestial Park, there's this huge splash play area. And at nighttime, it's going to be lit up and be a little bit of a fountain show that you can still use as a splash pad kind yeah, of cool. play thing. So that'll be an element at nighttime. But yeah, I I think that there's got there's got to be some sort of fireworks or something going on. The studios well, it makes doesn't me wonder do their... too whether they'll keep these parks open later than they do their current parks, which tend to close by nice. eight or nine o'clock at night. Really at all best, the there's a lot yeah. of nights when they're closing at seven, mm -hmm. which is mm -hmm. and that's always I thought just to been to funnel people out into the shopping and bars because mm -hmm. that's where the money's at. Yeah. When you go in the summertime, half the time you can't be at the park at night because the sun sets so late. You don't even, they're closed before the sun goes down all the way. Mm -hmm. right. And that's, you need that in the summer. It's too hot down there. I know. I always <laughs> think I'm going to leave during the day, go swim, and then come back at night. And then there is no, no <laughs> night. Right. You just go to dinner and there you are at City Walk or back at your hotel. Yeah. This so is. I hope there is more nightlife because all the concept art is leaning heavily into night and dusk. What shots. it looks like at night, yeah. What the and whole, it does I'm, look like it's going to be cool at night. The whole concept of the park, the the outer space uh, of the celestial area and those portals and stuff, it it just lends itself to being lit up. And if they have enough land around there, I want to see a drone show. Gosh dang it! Yes. Because the things they're doing at Disneyland Paris <sighs> with drones. And some oh, there's other, a yeah. dearth of drone shows Places in the U.S. Drones. It's terrible. <laughs> yeah. 
I want a trip to Paris just to see that drone show at Disneyland Paris. (laughs) That's the only reason. That's it. Yeah. (laughs) If only you knew someone that could make that happen. Oh, wait. I know who can make that happen. If you're excited to explore the exciting worlds of Epic, of Universal's Epic Universe, or maybe visit Disneyland Paris for the drone show, Key to the World Travel has Princess Peach's castle full of expert travel planners. And guess what? They're ready to make your vacation dreams a reality. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com to get started with a no-obligation quote. Word of mouth is the best way to help us grow our show. If you have a friend or two who you think would appreciate our special brand of globe-trotting jackassery. Tell them what makes our show so great and send them our way. You can find links to subscribe to the show on your favorite apps and all the latest Gold Key Adventure updates at www.goldkeyadventures.com. Can't wait to hang out with you again, and we'll see you real soon. Bye, y'all. Bye, everybody. To ask a question or share your travel story, you can reach us by smoke signal, carrier pigeon, or send an email to goldkeyadventurers at gmail.com. And make sure you follow the Gold Key Adventure Society on Facebook and Instagram. A huge thanks to our sponsor, Key to the World Travel. For all your travel planning needs, visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a free quote and help planning the trip of a lifetime. Tell them the Gold Key Adventurers sent you. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. Thanks to Outer Vibe for the use of their song Hoka Hey for the intro and outro of our show. Find them on Facebook at The Outer Vibe or check out www.outervibe.com for tour dates, music, merch, and more. We'll see you next week for another meeting of the Gold Key Adventure Society. And until then, remember, life is short and the world is wide. So go have an adventure.